So as we've talked about before, the energies are speeding up. And we've just gone through a um, like a, a, a kind of a big transition period where we've kind of moved through sort of a threshold from one room, if you will, into another across kind of through a doorway. But really, actually, what's occurred is that it's more like we went, stepped through that door and it was actually into an elevator that just whoop, pulled us right back, right all the way up to the top of kind of the penthouse, uh, kind of high rise level um, from sort of a ground floor level, if you will. Um, and when I shared in the transmission on this a couple of days ago, I was very specifically guided to not speak to that issue of this rapid um, uh, uplifting because there would be people who hear that and feel, oh, that can't be for me. I'll be left out. So I can't step through, if you will, this threshold, this liminal period. So actually, we've had this huge moving upwards that's occurred and that's where we're at now. And what I want to remind you about is in terms of the biological side, um, kind of on the esoteric or the metaphysics side, I want you to remember to think about how um, just, in, just in our understanding of human science, even as we understand it now, that smallest particle, if you will, the smallest level of matter within you with, that makes up your what you think of as yourself and your body is always moving, right? Matter is always moving. It is always vibrating or oscillating or spinning, um, depending on kind of which item of matter we're talking about. But at that smallest level, it's always moving. And the rate at which it's moving um, is really, that is its frequency, right? That's its rate. That's kind of where frequency comes from to some degree um, as a term in science. And so as we sort of shift from understanding that frequency, that rate that's physically moving in your body in the human science into the esoterics of what's going on energetically now, the energies that are coming into us now are moving at a higher rate. They are frequencies that are at a higher, faster rate of spin or rotation or oscillation. And the physical matter within you desires to match with that, desires to entrain with that and to kind of match up, sync up with that. And so the biology needs lots of support during, during that process. And it's very useful for you to remember that this is what's going on, that you are choosing, the more you bring your active awareness and choice and being in kind of conscious, being at cause around this, and you're choosing and saying, yes, I choose to support my body, my biology, the material aspects of myself to uh, speed up, to move more quickly. Um, the more you allow and support that and deepen your own capacities around that, the easier uh, and the faster the ongoing kind of entrainment and catching up with these high energies will occur. And so we've been in this kind of liminal threshold period um, that we're coming out of now and sort of what that's kind of some of the kind of key markers of that uh, on the other side of what well, I'm going to talk about that, but just want you to know moving ahead now, 
that rate of acceleration, if you will, is going to just keep on happening. So it's very, it's even more important than it ever has been to focus in on developing more and more capacity, more and more skillfulness, more and more mastery, whatever language you want to use for that to allow and support and be able to kind of handle, if you will, those faster, faster energies that higher, faster pace of the acceleration within you um, as things are going along. And actually, this can be super fun and super easy um, so that it can feel like the imagery that's coming as I'm talking about this is, you know, when you're um, riding in a car on the highway, and if you go faster and faster, depending on what car you're in, you may even you may really notice that and you may not even be comfortable going past a certain speed because um, because the car starts to shake and shimmy and you're sort of worried that it's kind of dangerous and that the car can't really handle that level of speed. And that may be very true. But if you're in um, in a car that's a really nice car um, that's designed, you know, in certain lovely ways, then that car can handle that speed. And in fact, you may not even be aware and you may have had this experience where when you're driving on the highway and you're just, you've got a kind of a flat open uh, highway ahead of you and you're just going and you're just zipping along and you have no notice of the fact that actually you're speeding, <laughs> you're going very fast and that you're maybe going way over the speed limit, right? And that you're just super going super fast and you could just keep going and going faster and faster. So I want you to think about that a little bit about as you're going ahead, that you want to very much focus your attention and intention and efforts around, if you will, self-development and kind of how you're doing your life, how you're living your life to really support that you are upgrading that car, that vehicle of self all the time. And I'm not just talking about physical, okay? I'm talking about the whole being, the whole vehicle of you, all of the energetics of that, not just the physical, so that you're increasingly able to have the experience of, I'm just zooming down this highway and it feels fucking great. And it's so fun. And I'm just like, woo, I'm going along and I've got, you know, the top down and the sun's in my, in my, you know, in my hair and it feels great or, you know, whatever, whatever vibe of kind of flying down the highway feels good to you. And that the speed limit is not for you. You know, the speed limit is not relevant. So, um, so that's really how you want to be approaching the times that are we're moving into now. Um, but first, let me talk a little bit about what we've just been through so that you have some mental models to support that. And I also want to provide a little bit around some of the kind of specific esoteric pieces because they may occur again, some versions of them. And I want you to have the kind of the useful tools and imagery to support that, okay? So the, the phase that we just went through, it's useful now, where you are now, to think about, to take a little bit of time, take a bit of a pause and think about, okay, what have I learned, grown, done, shifted, particularly in this past year, looking back in like what I'm feeling is looking back to winter solstice, December 21st of uh, 2020. Um, and then also for some of you, it may be very on point to look back to four years ago, what was going on four years ago. And there was probably some kind of a big shift that occurred at that time 
a big, it might've been a disruption. It might've been sort of shocking. You might have gone through some kind of a big, huge, giant shift. I know for me, four years ago was almost exactly when I started my new business. So it's kind of a funny thing when I became aware of that four years ago, I was like, oh yeah. And when you think about what's happened in that four years in which I can tell you for me, that feels more like 4,000 lifetimes, like literally. Um, So very interesting to kind of have a little bit of reflection time this week as August is winding down. Um, As I'm recording this, it's August 25th. This week as August is winding down to really just kind of reflect a little bit on what you have closed out, completed, learned, been done with, and what you want to kind of leave behind. And so kind of as you're upgrading the vehicle of you, there are going to be aspects of that old vehicle that you don't want anymore, that don't serve you. They don't let you go the fast, the speed that you want. They don't give you the suspension that gives you that super smooth ride where you don't even feel the bumps on the road because you're just basically almost in a hovercraft. So you want to be leaving all that stuff behind. And it's useful to be kind of intentional about that. You don't have to do a big giant cataloging list or any of that. You can, if you want to, it's fine, but you don't need to do any of that. None of that's necessary. You can just simply kind of enjoy it, mark it, let it go. Um, You can sort of at a high level, even just be like, I'm so glad to just leave all that behind. And I'm just moving into, um, you know, this very kind of high performance next level vehicle of me that's available. Also think about it a little bit back to what I was saying before around we're moving through a doorway, um, you know, over a threshold through a doorway that actually is putting us in an elevator that's just jumping us, you know, way up high really quickly. Think about that elevator almost like a hot air balloon, which we talk about that imagery a lot. And, you know, what am I bringing? I don't want to bring a bunch of ballast. I want that. I want to let that hot air balloon. I want to let that elevator just bring me right up to this next level. So I'm going to just leave a bunch of that behind. Now we may be experiencing some of those things as sort of difficult separations or breaks in our life um, related to previous ways of doing things, thinking about things, believing in things. Um, Some of this may relate to kind of our belief systems at a larger scale. Some of this may be very much about very specific relationships that are close, have been close to us. Um, I'm hearing from many people who are kind of choosing um, or or experiencing, whether they're choosing it, whether they're aware of choosing it or not, experiencing big breakups in whether it's romantic relationships or friendships or family relationships, where it's just that the pull, the separation, the dissonance in frequency is just just too great. And it just doesn't serve anymore. And, um, and so that moving on is necessary. There will be a time, you may be feeling it now, or it may just be happening in this next sort of week or two, where you're going to feel situations or people or energies that you are leaving behind, pull on you to say, no, 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 stop, slow down, come back, come, come back, come get me, put me in your vehicle. My vehicle's not working. I want to be in yours. You have free choice always in these matters. And so you do what your heart guides you to do. But I will tell you that in almost none of those circumstances that I can think of, and certainly as I'm receiving kind of intel on this, that it would be extraordinarily rare that you slowing yourself down to stop and go pick those folks up and kind of put them, try to put them in your vehicle will help them at all. In fact, what it will do is it'll put you back in your old jalopy. 
Now you can always then reconstruct the jalopy and kind of get going again into a higher vehicle um, because you always have that free will, but it will be much harder. You will not have the leverage of this time frame that we've just kind of moved through and all of the work that you've been doing, right? So you want, there's a slingshot effect that's in play that has been in play in these last few days. So you want to decide, do I accept and embrace the slingshot? Even if it's got me, you know, flying through the air at a pace that feels a little crazy and I haven't quite figured out, you know, how to kind of handle this little rocket ship or not, right? So that's up to you. These are your choices um, that, that, that you're making. But I want you to have this information about what's, what's kind of currently going on so that you're making informed choices as much as possible. Okay, so the... Okay, so there was very much during this kind of threshold period, a feeling that many experienced, that I experienced um, of, oh, I'm riding multiple timelines at the same time. And it's very discombobulating, very like a huge kind of dissonance. And tying this back to what I was saying in the beginning about remembering that kind of the, at the smallest particle level inside you, it's oscillating, it's moving, it's rotating. I want you to have the image uh, in your mind for a moment of one dot and it's moving. And as it's moving, there's like a circle around it, right? That's like, it's making that move in a circle, okay? Now, if you're in several timelines, several dots all at the same time, they're slightly in different places and they all have their own movement. And so now you're feeling all that movement all at the same time. And it's like you're on some sort of crazy funhouse ride where you can't get that center because you're in too many sort of timelines at once. And sort of like the micro imagery of the particle spinning, translating that out to like each timeline is spinning. And that gives you a sense of that like wobbliness. And that imagery, I think, will be very useful to you in the future because many of you will continue to, to develop the capacity to, um, as your kind of multidimensional capacity comes more and more online, you will have these moments and they can be brief. They could be several days. They could be just a moment. They could be in between of, oh, I feel like I'm in more than one timeline all of a sudden. I have this wobbliness. I have this kind of, it's not my usual, oh, I can't quite get centered or grounded. That's like basic 101 level. This is more like, what's what's happening? I can't even quite like make sense of anything. And my whole body just is like, you know. <laughs> and I just don't even know how else to describe it. Um, and so when that's happening, so a few different things going on, okay? So when that's happening, you may just simply be getting a message, like the message from kind of your cosmic self, so to speak, or your guidance system, whatever that is, or the divine may just be like body just needs to rest while we organize and choose the highest timeline. And so that may simply be all that's needed. The trick is that you may not know how long you need to rest. So this is one of the reasons why life design is kind of amping up, right? How am I designing my life so that I have more freedom and flexibility to respond in ways that feel at cause and supportive and nurturing to me when these kinds of accelerations occur? So life design becomes very, very, very important. If you are in a life design that doesn't allow you to have that flexibility, 
that's going to be a problem. And, you know, you're not used to hearing me say things like that in such stark stark terms, because usually I'm very like, wherever you're at, it's all fine. It's all good. We kind of we're in a different phase now on this, on the energetics for this. And really, if you want to keep having the growth, to keep having the expansion, and you want to call that in, and you really want to call that magic in, like it's kind of, there's a little bit of a shit or get off the pot energy that's been building um, that I think I've spoken about in some previous uh, posts that is really around, okay, you're going to have to commit to like some maybe what might be radical life redesign for you at this stage, potentially uh, might be radical redesign and how you're generating your income. You know, I don't know. You may already be there because you've been doing that work already. And so it's all cool. It's no problem. And it's just the minor tweaks around uh, additional kind of giving yourself grace and having language that you can use with the people that are close to you in your life around like, oh yeah, I'm just doing this thing. Like, that's what I do. Sorry. It's rest time. The bio needs it. And that's, you know, kind of all bets are off folks who've been working inside my business with me in the last year or two in particular, really note, this is actually how I run my business. And like, if you're not cool with that, that sometimes meetings are going to get canceled or changed or whatever, then it's not going to work for you to work with me. And I totally get how frustrating that could be um, based on past experiences of my own. But also it means that women who are working with me, and it's typically women, they know that if they're having that experience, they can just be like, oh, you know, I can't, like, I can't come be in the linear and the time frame or whatever. No problem. Easy peasy. And we're usually kind of synced up energetically in ways that really support that. Um, you know, it's kind of like a massively esoteric, cool version of like the girls in the, in the freshman dorm who start cycling their periods together. Right. <laughs> Super fun. Okay. So Um, in terms of these, when we're in kind of all these timelines all at once, I'm, tr I'm trying to hear through like what there are many different, very, okay. So some things are too esoteric for me to bring into this particular share. Um, but what I will, what I will drop in here that those who are ready to kind of pick up on this may be able to use this and run with is the concept of remember that the particle at the mat at the matter level that the particle is essentially only comes into existence when there is an observation of it when there is intention related to it that in its kind of primal state if you will it's a wave of infinite possibilities or of many possibilities depending on how you like to think about that and so when you're feeling that wobble of like, oh, I'm in too many timelines and I'm going to go rest, make the choice to say, I'm going to dissolve back to particle. I'm back to wave, excuse me. And I'm going to let the quanta take over. And I'm just going to just really sink down into my wave form as much as possible. And I'm going to try to feel that in my body. And I've given you different visualization uh, recordings that can support that or other things that support that on your own. It doesn't matter what you use. I'm just letting you know, reminding you that you have some things that you can be using around that um, or pick up whatever else is, is useful. And so kind of just play with that and see where it goes. And it's okay if that doesn't make any sense. And then like, I don't want to, I don't even get what you're talking about. Don't worry about it. Just rest and, you know, trust uh, and kind of essentially call in like the, you know, the highest 
100% of light support to support this body to integrate the new energies to uh, its highest good um, and just kind of rest and trust in that. Um, a, a new thing that was sort of released to me um, that I'll reference briefly through this process was this idea of a white flame, this energetics of a white flame that can heal and burn away any old, not useful things. So for those who have enjoyed playing around with various versions of esoteric information over the years, you may have encountered references to the idea of a violet flame that you bring in the violet flame and the violet flame will clear things out and clean things out. That's totally awesome. There's, that's great. Keep using that if that's working for you. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can ignore it, it doesn't matter. But I want you to be thinking about this white flame that is now available that comes from within and purifies out within kind of the, from the center of you. So if you remember back to the the shares that I have provided about the founder codes opening. And then after the founder codes opening, the kind of the, the idea of an esoteric white hole within a new star center within the human container that in terms of kind of the anatomy is located between kind of in the center of the body between uh, at the midpoint between the kidneys, that new star center is the, the opening or the portal into this esoteric white hole, which is like an esoteric corollary to a black hole in space. And this uh, esoteric white hole, as I have been given understanding of it in these recent months, since it has become available to humans um, again in our timeline, um, is the access point for the original self to come into the human body, into the human biology and begin the integration of the original self, which is different from the cosmic self. And so this white flame is coming through, it's energetics coming through from this white hole at the center of your being. And it is the most pure, highest, energetic, whether you want to think about that as divinity or whatever your language is, it does not matter. Remember our mental models don't matter. Just wherever they're useful, they give us that toehold to keep moving up in our process. This is the highest, most pure, but also containing the highest of all of the kind of colors, if you will, right? This is the nature of kind of white light is that it's containing all of these colors that has them all in one bringing that through and kind and you can visualize at the center in your being that star center and within the star center that little white hole that little white area and imagine that white light whiter than white pure than pure containing the highest energies of all the colors and frequencies that are purely positive for us purely pro-evolution, that that is like a sphere that is opening within you and that it is expanding within you. And as it expands within you, it is moving out anything that doesn't serve the being, your being's access to that white flame. 
And you don't have to do anything other than just let it open within you. And it may be a sphere that is expanding within you. It may be a flame that is growing throughout you and moving throughout you in a, not in a burning up kind of way, um, but in a kind of a cleansing uh, kind of way. It may be more like a blossom that is blooming. It's an entirely organic, natural thing that is occurring. Okay. So there's no artifice involved in this. This is not about technology. This is an art. This is like the highest energetic art that there is available. Okay. So this white flame, very, very beautiful energy. And I hope that you're receiving some of the energetics through my voice, even if it's not making sense in words. You can come back and visit this at any time. You can activate it, like kind of tap into it and be like, oh, turn that back on again, bring it in as a resource at any time. And we'll be learning about this together, okay? Because this is only in my awareness as a human in the last um, less than 24 hours. So I'm also learning as we go. The biology, of course, needs lots of support through all of this. So keep doing all the things that I've been saying in, in, earlier, um, uh, in earlier recordings. Um, but also you can use that white flame to support the biology as well. And um, yes, so I want to remind you also of, as you're thinking about the energetics physically of the matter that you're made of going faster and faster and faster, the fuel that your body wants will be changing. And we are shifting, as I've spoken about before, into using light or energy as fuel directly um, in that kind of the idea of that human photosynthesis. right? And then we're transmitting that back out again, right? that idea of human bioluminescence. So you may have times when you just aren't interested in food and you don't feel any negative side effects around that. Just go with that. And then go with when your body is like, oh no, now we need the food, right? And just go with that and go with whatever, to just tune into that cellular consciousness. What does it really want to, what does it really want? Um, tune into any aspect of your body. What is it really, what, what would really support it and help it? Um, yeah. And don't get dogmatic about that. Okay. Don't, and don't let anybody else who's dogmatic about it, get dogmatic with you because every body is going to be different and it's going to be different as it goes through its process. Right. So like, just as an example, I go through phases where I am basically like raw and vegan for days. And I go through phases where I'm basically fasting and having almost nothing for days. And then I go through phases where I can't get enough red meat and root vegetables and like just super like deeply earthy kinds of foods. And, um, you know, I, and I just give myself whatever my body wants at this stage. Um, and I'm also paying attention to when my human is saying like, oh, I want this food and it's like a comfort food, but it's not really what my body wants, right? And so sometimes when my human is sort of wanting something that might not necessarily serve my body, 
um, you know, how do I listen in? How do you listen in to what does your human really want? Why is your human craving that? Is your human humans feeling a little scared? It's feeling a little insecure. It's feeling a little worried. Um, your nervous system is a little activated. How can I support that differently? And if my human wants food to support grounding, um, okay, great. Well, instead of having, you know, junky uh, foods that can sort of, you know, help me ground, I can go to the root vegetables, right? Those can really help me ground. Um, you know, I can make a stew, I can, you know, those kinds of things. Okay. So um, you can take that from there, I know. All right. So back to kind of as we go ahead, right? This it's time to make choices that the separations are occurring and there will be more of these. And, uh, and you get to decide always, but if you want that fun, I'm on the freeway in the really cool car with the really great suspension so that it feels like I'm in a hover car and I'm easily going, you know, 200 miles an hour and it feels super safe. If you want that experience, and I know I'm here for that experience, um, then, you know, then make these commitments that I'm describing here today. That's going to be ongoing throughout the rest of the year. There'll be kind of key things that come along the way, and I'll, I'll bring intel as I have it um, along the way about that. And also, again, as I'm recording this at the end of August, these next few days that are still the end of August, use that time to kind of orient to this new higher level and to think about how you want to protect it. Because it is yours to protect, to tend to, to care for. This is a new level of personal sovereignty, personal free will, however you want to think about it, personal uh, capacity to be at, at cause that's available to you. And you must stand for it if you want it. Right? Radical freedom requires radical accountability. You must be devoted to it if you want to keep it. It's not a, oh yeah, I've got it and now that's all. Because we don't, not everybody's there with us, right? So there is still going to be this weight of the collective isn't quite there, the society isn't quite there, but earth is moving on. So yeah, I haven't really been this stark before, but I think I can be this stark now, I think it's okay to say that in case anybody hasn't put two and two together, as I've been talking about this idea of an evolutionary leap for humanity, the age of homo sapiens is ending. And it's not tomorrow, you know, any thoughts that you have in your mind about like apocalypse and you know, this stuff, like don't go there. It's not useful, not necessary. You can have certainly entertain that all you want if that's your choice, but that's not what I'm describing. The evolutionary leap of humanity is occurring and beings that are humans now will either choose to keep evolving or they will choose to end their time in this form. And that can look like very different things. Um, I don't talk very often about death and dying and how do we think about death and dying, but we have some very, very um, unuseful ways of in experiencing death and dying um, as a culture and as a species um, in our society. And I encourage you very much to look differently at this and to 
um, consider very different experiences or interpretations or mental models. And I'm going to just leave that at that. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think that's really the big pieces on the energetics that wanted to be shared with you today um, in this beautiful container that we have. So I think I will close it here.